Okay, let's just explain. Just give the background. This is the prologue. What happened was we done recorded a whole... A whole episode. A juicy mammoth of an episode. Yeah. On Trapped, which we all know and love. It was a very good episode as well. There were loads of fu- there was loads of funny stuff in there. Um, right. But then we checked the audio fuck. <laughs> it was just great. It was just a really great one and nobody will ever listen to it. Um, so we listened to the audio file after and then we were like, oh, it's been clipping this entire time, which just means that like loads of like every so often the audio would just cut out. So we can't really play you a lot of this. Yeah, we couldn't really salvage any of it. Theme tune. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise you started recording. I don't know, I was waiting for something funny to happen, but alas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Friendship means to me <laughs> the world. Lola um, can be a bit rude sometimes. True, she can. <laughs> Sorry, um, we're recording this after we just recorded episode four, which is Best of Friends. So is this 4.5? Or is it going to be 3.5? I think it's going to have to be 3. Point... Oh. Yeah, because if you upload that on the Sunday, then you're giving the people what they want, but then also the, the non-radio listeners yeah. listener what they want. I think most people listen on podcasts, surely. Can we do a poll or something? Because the, I doubt The fear I have there yeah. is that no one's going to say <laughs> that they listen, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear my witch's cackle? Yeah. yeah. She's a witchy yeah. woman. Stevie is. Nicks is in the house. Yeah. Last time we referenced Stevie Nicks as well. It's because we have a very um, small set of references, I feel like. We always talk about Strictly Come Dancing. I don't really follow Strictly and I don't like it that much. But I always talk about Strictly when... I'm I feel like Sims is my Harry Potter. <laughs> I have to reference everything to Sims. Like, I'm like, oh, I felt like a Sim on low hygiene. <laughs> or like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a Sim. Oh, I like my, my mum, you know when, like your parent goes into like mode and they're like okay do this this and this and this like they give you all your chores at once yeah and i'm like i'm a sim i need a cue where you just have one task to do at a time and slowly build up to it i can't you know when it goes like the queue is too full you've asked them to do too many things that's a big mood <laughs> i could talk about sims forever um do you make up games for yourself and sims you're just like because my favorite one to do is like Make a really happy family and then make the dad have as many illicit children as possible. That's a good one to do. I think that. Yeah. You need to talk to someone about that. Okay. I quite like killing everyone. Oh, I don't don't really enjoy murder because then I've, like, invested time in The Sims so I'm attached. Yeah. I like to create a new world and kill everyone in that world and just have a load of ghosts and collect graveyards. Yeah, but then the ghosts never go away and it's really annoying. You can't really... Wait, But then it's quite fun... Yeah, it's quite fun to have sex with ghosts on Sims. Yeah, I guess. Um, and, like, just play with stuff like that. But I, do you know what? I'm just quite a conscientious person. So I usually just have one person who focuses their entire life on their career. I put their needs on hold. Mm. Like, they don't go to the toilet. They just play the violin all day and all night. Mm. 
and then I just want them to get to the top of their career ladder. Yeah, that's what same. That's for. what I do. And then I get bored and I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to ruin everything for them. Because uh, I get bored making myself go to the toilet in real life. I'm like, oh, really, low Lola? Yeah, again. Yo. Uh, okay. Who Would wants to say it? Me. Okay. Hello and welcome to this special bonus episode of Steph and Lola Didn't Have Disney, the show where we have a look back at some of the old TV shows we loved as children and review the heck out of them. I just basically wrote the original intro, but just wrote special and bonus in there. Just to add a special bonus. It's little, an Easter egg. Little flave. An Easter egg that you didn't really have to work very hard to find, but that's, that's good. nonetheless. Why nonetheless? Not an Easter egg. It's okay. It's like an Easter egg, but it's an Easter egg when you're the youngest in the family and your over competitive your over competitive cousins have run around the garden already collecting up all the eggs. Mm. So you have to walk around with your mum or dad afterwards, and when there's an egg near you, they cough really obviously because you're oblivious to the world <laughs> around you. They're pity eggs. Aww. Hi, I'm not bitter. <laughs> this, is, this is not a theme. Okay. Um. um I hate that so much. I hate you. Um. Unfortunately, last week's episode had to be cancelled due to technical difficulties, but we reviewed our own show and here are our best bits. Um. So this is a review of our review of Trapped. Yeah, there we go. What would you rank our theme tune? Look, I mean, it could be better. I mean, I think my singing, because it's me singing, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you know. Talk to me after. What are you saying? I don't know. <laughs> Talk to me after. <laughs> after the show and uh, I'll give you my headshot. Um, I think my singing could be better because I was just like in my parents' room singing into my phone. And that's genuinely <laughs> that's genuinely what we use. <laughs> and then Sol did a really good job like mixing it. He did most of the work. Sol Cotton. Sol Cotton, we love you. Oh, do you remember when we said we'd uh, link mention, him? Link. Should we give him a linkagen in this? Yeah. Yeah, we'll link him. Um, yeah, he did a really good job with it. Your, you singing it in your parents' bedroom reminds me of all those videos of kids and like musically and stuff. Yeah. You were like whispering because you know that they don't want to wake yeah. up their parents. Oh, it cracks me up every time. That's one of my favourite things. So highlights include when the doorbell rang and then Lola received a parcel that had the name... Lola Lola, last name Lola, on it. Um, yeah. And you can just hear the, the guys just really, really happy. They are basically a cult of uh, someone's at the door. Oh, someone's at the door, Elle. As soon as he opened the door, he'd been preparing for this all day. He saw the parcel and he knew this is my time to shine. <laughs> as soon as I opened it, he went, Look, I've got a parcel for Lola, Lola, Lola. <laughs> so, do you want to tell the sequel? The sequel to the story? I was giving the background. So he said that and that was funny and we cracked up because it was unexpected and off the cuff humour. Um, afterwards, we yeah. got a uh, parcel. I got another parcel and when I opened the door, he went, just one Lola this time. 
<laughs> oh, we remembered you. It was the same guy. So I love a reoccurring character. I felt like I was in a sitcom because there's always delivery men at the door in sitcoms. Yeah, there are. So I love him. If you are listening, I love you. <laughs> cool, great. <laughs> Talk to Lola after the show. <laughs> give, um, give you my um, headshot. The second, the second highlight is, I mean... I, in my memory, your desk is sloped for some reason, but it's obviously not now that I'm here. Mm. But basically, I put a bottle cap down, and in the corner of my eye, I saw the bottle cap rolling towards me, and I thought it was a massive cockroach. So I just scared myself. <laughs> Poor Mariah. Can Kenley. Can Libby Deep. What was that? Rolled down your table, and I thought it was a massive cockroach. <laughs> that was a jump scare. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! I got oh, started moving out of nowhere. Anyway, I did scare me as well when I looked over, but mainly because of your screaming. <laughs> and I saw you be scared, and I got scared. The thing is, you you're always like, oh, you were you screamed. I've listened to it multiple times because it's hilarious, <laughs> and I'm I'm not I don't scream. I'll just go. Huh! <laughs> But that's it. You got a deep voice, so it's a you scream. Okay, that was another bit that happened that off the cuff that we can't really reenact for you because no. they were spawned. We can't reenact anything for you. We've tried to tell stories as if they're on the off the cuff, but we've heard them before. Yeah, and we can't do it. We're like child actors. We can't do it. So, let's summarize. Trapped. Trapped is a British children's game show that was broadcast on BBC and the CBBC channel from 2007 to 2010. Why are you sniggering? <laughs> Trapped is a British children's Wait, is that game show. <laughs> what? No. You suddenly gained snaggletooth. <laughs> okay. Trapped is a British children's... I can't do it. British children... Trapped. Do you know what? Let's just keep all of this keep in. Keep the snaggletooth in. I love her. Snaggletooth. I love a bit of Louis Spence action. <laughs> Um, do you want to go? Do you want to read? <laughs> Pressure's on now, to be fair. <laughs> the show as a whole is set in a six-story fairy tale-like tower in the middle of the sea. Every episode is introduced by the caretaker, who has been imprisoned by a mysterious, invisible being only known as The Voice. In each episode, six children are brought to the tower and must complete challenges together and against each other to move down each floor while one by one getting trapped, trapped within each floor of the... This is not well written. Who? Where do you get this from? Who wrote this? Wikipedia. Getting trapped within... By getting trapped within each floor of the tower for eternity until one contestant is left standing and awarded with the key of freedom. Get your commas right, guys. In each challenge, one child is assigned the saboteur. Their mission is to prevent the team from winning each challenge. If they unru- <laughs> if they are rumbled, they are trapped. If someone else is voted saboteur, they get off scot-free. Scot-free? Scot-free! <laughs> yeah, I don't know where this lisp is. It's like, no, lisp, lisp. It's snaggletooth rather than lisp. Snaggletooth is more at the back of your... Yeah. Wait, is that what it's called? No, snaggletooth is like what Fifi O'Hara has. Well, usually it's, like, caused by a sick tooth, but you don't know where it is. Oh. But anyway, I'm not making fun of people with snaggle tooth. I actually think um, a mild speech impediments are quite cute and endearing. Yeah, same. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, that was just nice, wasn't uh, it? Yeah. 
We watched three episodes. It was a lot. Yeah, so it was. Jesus. Maybe it's the be- for the best. Yeah, yeah. The whole episode we were just talking about um, how much we hated having to watch three episodes <laughs> in a row. <laughs> it was a trial. Yeah. Um. Do you want to listen to the theme tune? Let's. Okay, play the theme tune. This is not a fairy tale. Come and play the game. If you want to take the tower on, you'll have to say his name. It's Wiley Sneak. Wiley Sneak. Wiley Sneak. Now it's off to the tower. You'll be up against each other. Sabotage the game, my friend, but do not blow your cover. I am waiting for you, kiddies. Who will take the rap? Because only one will escape, and the rest... Well, how does it go? It works with the animation, but it doesn't really tell you what's happening. I'd give it a six. I think the animation is cool. It's got that, like, it looks like, um, like South Park. You know, yeah. the cardboard um, stop-motion animation. That's cool. Uh, but it's not memorable, really. And it doesn't... I mean, I guess it adds to the atmosphere of the show. I don't know. Six. So you gave it... What did you give it? A seven or a six? A six, I think. Last... In the missing episode, you gave it a seven. Did and I? it was funny because then you were like, oh, I feel like my whole judging system has gone away. And then I called you the drunk Bruno Chotonio <laughs> of judging. <laughs> You know when he's had a few and he goes a bit wild, he goes ten for no reason. Bruno Tonioli is just always like that. My friend, my housemate, genuinely thought that was not his voice and he was putting it on. I would love it. I would love it so much if he was just at the end of every show. He was like, bloody hell! <laughs> It'd be funnier if he was northern. Oh, I'll get, give... get me a fag, love. I'll get. I'll give that a seven out of ten. Oh yeah, hmm. six. I'm changing my mind. No, I'm giving it a six. I'm just... You can't copy me. Oh, no, I was. I said it originally. Oh, okay. Oregano. Oregano. Um. Yeah, my friend thought Bruno Tonioli was like putting on the voice like that. Bruno Tonioli. Like that woman from the Big Bang Theory that has the squeaky voice, but not oh, really. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that, literally a character. And I was like, do you Bruno not understand? Death. This is supposed to be real life, though. <laughs> anyway, um, are we going to do recommendations? Oh, we can. Okay. Well, do it without yawning. We can. Um, yeah, I was going to recommend uh, a, a YouTuber, Joanna Cedia. She's blown up recently. She's only She only made her YouTube channel, like, in May or something, and she already has, like, one and a half million subscribers. She's really, really funny. Joanna Cedia. Cedia is spelled C-E-D-I-A. Yeah. She makes me laugh. What's, uh, what song are you going to recommend and play at the end? Oh, was that? Oh my god! Well, should we just shuffle it? Let's just shuffle. Shuffle, but it's got to be high let's energy. Let's just give it a shuffle. Okay, what song is it? Home by, by Michael, Michael Bublé. Oh, <laughs> oh scrape my eyes out! What really? do you mean? I love Michael Bublé. I can't stand him. He's the Alvin and the Chipmunks of pop. That is <laughs> a gross. <overthink. laughs> I hate. Him. Have you ever heard Michael Bublé or the Chipmunks? He's just squeaky. He's not squeaky. He's, he's got, got a lovely these, voice. He's got these squeaky tones that I'm not a fan of. He's not squeaky. And he's too happy. Calm down. 
Yeah, but that's like... How can you He's enjoy just Canadian, the kind of emo... Is he Canadian? I don't know. I'm not his I've fan. I've been keeping all... Oh Home God. is quite a sad one. Just drink some Echo Falls and have a bubble bath while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't a boo bath. Stop. <laughs> it's been done before. <laughs> uh, cheap sh- shot. Cheap, cheap shot. What was I going to recommend? Oh, uh, because it's in my head right now, yeah. I'm going to recommend the song... It's it's kind of on the line from good and bad recommendation. Mm. It's a Morrissey song. Oh. It's We Hate It When Our Friends Become Successful by Morrissey. Oh. And the chorus is him laughing. He just goes, ha ha ha. Then <laughs> <laughs> why is that why do you sound like Kermit? <laughs> because it's the, the, the charming man. <laughs> the line is thin between him and Kermit <laughs> and Shakira and everyone. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Um, whenever, wherever, whenever, we're, we're meant to be together. I'll be there and you'll be here. And... Oh, on tonight, you know my hips don't lie. What? You lie. Like, you like over enunciate when you're taking me like, I'm all like. Lie on tonight, you know my hips don't lie. I'm starting to feel the What in the world? Yes, I. They're starting to feel your thigh. I don't know if it's. I don't get. Do you know? Actually, that. do you know what? We can swear in this episode because it's just going out on podcast. True. That's not going to change anything. <laughs> <laughs> Little Miss, I don't swear. Yeah. Um. But anyway, we hate it when our friends become successful. It's funny because the chorus is just him going, going ha 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 ha. Oh wait, I'll play it. Lo-fi hip hop. Beats to chill and relax to. Is that what you listen to when you revise? Or study? Yeah, I actually do. I listen to a lot of um, Pokemon music. <laughs> I actually love Sims music as well. Yeah, but Sims, I feel like uh, I feel like Sims music is too is too royalty free. Pokemon music actually has a melody that you can, you know, jam jam to, jam with the clan. Um. Oh, do you know what? I'm so mad that you. You got the chance to play a song on this episode because you could have picked an explicit song. Every time I want to recommend a song, there's no, no, because it's Michael Bublé and I refuse to apologize. (laughs) Every time I want to recommend a song, but I'm like, oh, it's explicit. We can't. Oh no, let's play Andrew and Drag because it has the word. It has a yeah. It has that word in it. I'll bleep that. Should I bleep that? Maybe yeah. Don't know. It's like let's not get into it now. Uh, yeah, let's play Andrew and Drag then, as, as long as it means avoiding Michael Bubbly. I'm just going to say that I'm going to play uh, Andrew and Drag, but really... <laughs> Don't! I, okay, well, Let fine. It's fine. If, if you uh, have... I don't actively hate him. I'm not trying to be cool. Like, take him or leave him. If he's playing in a supermarket, I'm not going to leave that supermarket. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd leave if there was anything. Maybe if there was, like dubstep playing I'd be like what, where am I I need to leave I'm actually scared of a song what song okay <laughs> this is so embarrassing and I know that now I'm putting it out there people are going to try and scare me but I genuinely have a fear of this song and when it's played I have to leave and it was on Strictly the other day because I did a dance to it and yeah. I had to change the channel what song is it because it was I'm, I'll build up to it but I was like thought okay it's a Strictly version so it's not the original singer so hopefully I can come down I was like I'm sorry, guys. Can we just change it for a little bit? Because I need a break. Basically, it's Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles. Why are you scared? 
think oh wait okay so many things they did Eleanor Rigby on Strictly that's the, like the least what what dance did they do to it I can't remember because I skipped it <laughs> why are you why are you scared of that okay so when I was six yeah I think around that age very young my parents thought oh Yellow Submarine by the Beatles that's a cartoon that children can watch <laughs> Parenting One Hundred and One and then I watched it and during the the time that they're playing. This sounds like counselling. During the time that they're playing Eleanor Rigby, a man gets trapped in a telephone box and basically just dies in there. Oh no. Like, he's just trapped in there and no one will let him out. And so that played with my imagination as a kid. I don't know, it just like, it like ignited, switched something on in me where I'm like, no, that's awful, I hate it. So anytime I hear the start of that song, do 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 do, I'm like, Childhood trauma. I have to get out. Like I have to stop listening to this because it's so terrifying. That's such a shame because it's a great song. I know. I probably would like it if I weren't terrified of it. So yeah, please don't play that song to me because it's not even a joke. Like I'm not doing this for humour. I actually am scared of that song. <laughs> I'm just weird like that. Oh, uh, I was trying to find. We hate it when our friends become successful, and I got so. Oh, that's the what this originally was. My favourite line is, and if they're northern, it's even worse. <laughs> it's funny. But he's northern. Yeah, I feel like that's where it comes from, because I'm not, I'm not angry at my northern friends being successful. I, I don't have that kind of rivalry. But I feel like if you come from the north where you, the representation in the media is low, yeah. and you're successful, it like, means you're like extra successful because you've managed yeah. to... You know. Hey now! Hey now! This is what I started dream. too high to do that. <laughs> hey now! You made a bad decision, but you stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about traps? <laughs> <laughs> okay, my favourite things about traps. So. Let's flick back in my little. I'm, in my we're little literally going to go back and forth. One of us talks about each thing that we enjoyed. So. The, f- in the, the intros of the Unfortunates was one of our favourite things. Favourite line. So they just do these weird abstract introductions and one of them was, there's Timothy, he was born a mango. <laughs> that was funny, that appealed to me. Yeah, one of them was, this is Daniel, he stores mashed potatoes in his ears. <laughs> it just, it's funny and it wasn't, like the rest of the tone of the caretaker was very lowbrow yeah. humour. We also, it was also very low budget. Yeah, um, watching set- it back. Low, 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 low budget. And we worked out that, well, someone in the YouTube comments worked out that there's a formula, depending on what the caretaker says in the introduction, is what the challenges are going to depend on. So there's a clear, like, formula of sets that they use, which just emphasises the fact that it's so low quality. (laughs) Do you want to talk about Snakebite? Oh, the Snakebite challenge is the one that I basically remember. Oh, the most. The most. I think that's just worth mentioning, and I thought it was a real snake, but we worked out that it's not watching back on it. Yeah, I really do want to know what happens, because it's... Uh, they put a, their hand in a wall, and... Um, a snake, in quotation marks, bites them if they get it wrong, and if they get three bites, then they fail the challenge. So, but then, like, the kids, like, dra- um, pull their arms away really fast, like, something actually hurt them but I don't think they wouldn't be allowed to hurt children I think maybe they just splash ink on them because they have like black stuff on their hands when it comes out Mm. and then it's quite shocking I don't know yeah because they did seem like they got a little nip or something yeah um okay I also just love the child acting so they also have a saboteur in who someone who speaks through their whisper clip 
and they have to try and get them to fail the challenge. Yeah. And so when they um, the team gets it right, but that saboteur wants them to fail, when they're like, oh, yeah, good one, guys, and the acting <laughs> is so bad. And then the ones where they go, oh, I'm sorry, guys, when they get it wrong, they're like, uh, what a shame. That was good. That was one of my favourite bits. Yeah, like, well, like, the idea of the saboteur really really makes the whole show. That's the best mm. part of the whole show. That's the bit that makes it, the rest of it, poor quality. Where my favourite is when the saboteur manages to sabotage the task, challenge or whatever, and also gets away with it. That's my favourite. Mm. I'm always rooting for the saboteur. Yeah, because you, yeah, that's, you made the point in the lost episode that Rip. you didn't, you don't form a bond with the contestants except these fake facts about them which you don't even remember. Yeah. If you kind of establish them as these stock characters or personalities, you would be more likely to root for them. I yeah, think. they're not never really introduced. They're never really, like... They're always kind of quiet. I feel like they needed some kind of icebreaker in the beginning. Mm. You know? Because, like, the only people you get to know by name are, like, the saboteurs. Um... The caretaker was the worst character, in my opinion. Oh, really? Because of his lowbrow humour. Wily Sneak is worse. Uh, actually, no. Wily Sneak is at least silent. Yeah. He doesn't really talk, so... He just is quite pointless. But then he's called um, Ollie Pike. I remember the name pretty proud yeah. of myself. Uh, he's a YouTuber now, and he uh, is very outspoken in favour of LGBT rights, so... He's not trapped anymore. He's not. He's not trapped. So that was something interesting to find out. Uh, subscribe to him because he doesn't have very many subscribers. <laughs> bless. Uh, yeah, the caretaker just is a bunch of fart jokes, and he is a B Tech Uncle Grizzly. He is. He really is. B Tech. He's a, sorry. He's a prototype Uncle Grizzly. Nothing against B Techs. And just, he kept calling. Sorry. What? No, just like. We're just gonna say that it's always so obvious that it's on a set. Yeah, there's a, you're not taken away to another world. Oh no, it's yeah. Except when they jump through the doors, that's good fun. That looked up. That does they, look like fun. It's a full-on jump. Um, the caretaker also keeps calling your ears your noise holes. Your noise holes. Which I have a f- problem with there. Me too. Because it's not. That's not what you call it. Um. All the challenges were basically the same. Yeah, and like a lot of them depended on luck. Yeah. Rather than skill, which I don't know. Actually, a lot of game shows depend on luck, but like yeah. they try and make it. They they, they hide the know. fact that they're similar. Yeah. More. This well. was yeah. This was like there was obviously no spin on it. It was just kind of like choose the right thing, and the saboteur knows which thing it is, and that's their job is to make you choose the one that they know is bad. Yeah, that was common. Also, the other way of doing it was everyone had to like turn some lights on or fill an egg box, and then obviously the saboteur was undoing their work when they weren't looking. It was just more of like everyone trying to do something very simple and basic, and then one person undoing it. Or the harder ones were when the saboteur had to persuade them otherwise. Mm. And it was it was painful to watch as well, especially if it was like someone who wasn't very dominant like a dominant character yeah yeah it always makes me sad when like the saboteur obviously didn't want to be the saboteur no. <laughs> they're just like oh maybe you should do this and they know for sure they're getting trapped yeah Aww. But, but maybe it's okay but we thought what that could improve it is that if there was a clear 
firstly, you need presenters on set to keep the kids excited. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So that's dry. the thing that the the kids aren't excited. And also, we need kids that are friends. I feel like if you got the elements of best of friends and the elements of trapped, oh my and god, mix them together, if they were friends, that would add so much drama. Exactly. But then you don't want to like ruin friendship. I know, but like if they believe that their friendship is strong enough, I know they're children and they can't really. I don't know, but yeah. still, it would make it more exciting. Also, if you had people helping them through and making them feel less awkward on camera, it would have improved the whole thing a lot. Uh oh. Septic sewers is another one that I remember from when I was a kid. Septic you sewers. didn't remember it. Not really. Maybe I didn't watch the later seasons. Because I... you're a bit older. Yeah. I mean, by one year. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that because they got to slide on... So, so in the episode, we also had a moment where we remembered how keen we were when we were younger to sort of lie down on a skateboard <laughs> and slide oh, yeah. under things. I always wanted to go on one of those little mechanic things. We just wanted to pretend to be mechanics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they do under there, but mm-hmm. it, it always seems so fun. <laughs> Literally, though, just like, I don't know what it was the urge to be a mechanic, but not actually. I didn't, like, want to fix things. I just wanted to slide on my back a lot. Yeah. Anyway, also the thing about septic sewers is one of the questions was like, and what are you filling in in septic sewers? So this one was you have to fill in and drain with pipes. Was it pipes? Yeah, you have to put loads of pipes yeah, in a drain. And plug holes. And then obviously when everyone's gone away, slid back into their hole, the saboteur comes out and undoes it and it's all like that. Um like the same formula. But one of the questions was, and what was the thing in the middle in the septic sewers? And he was like, a sewer? And then they're like, no, a drain, bitch. <laughs> I can say bitch. I think you can, yeah. Um, yeah. What else was there? Um, the pride... So usually for children's game shows, they have actual real prizes. Yeah. This one was just... The budget was low. But the in this one... They've managed to twist it so that the prize that you get is your fake freedom. The freedom that you already have. (laughs) But at least it kind of hammered home the point that their kids might actually be trapped. Because everyone who I know, who knows this programme, who I've asked about it, they're like, oh, I actually did think that they were trapped in there forever. So I I feel like that being the only prize made people think, oh, so it is important to be free. Yeah, maybe they did get prizes secretly yeah but they would have shown that off like yeah, one of those probably. one of those square tvs the tvs that were shaped like microwaves that were just so deep that you could fit your arm in there uh, that like were... like a waterproof camera yeah and a waterproof camera usually a disposable camera um do you know what was sick for prizes jungle run oh yes and then go jungle run was the superior trapped i'm usually a cbbc kid but this i Definitely saw more because also it had Stephen. 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 Who was doing the uh, taking everyone through it, and it had these weird monkeys oh, yeah. as well. Whereas all the adults the were golden in, monkey. All the adults were in separate adults. All the pooler adults. <laughs> <laughs> all the adults were in separate rooms, like from the children. So they weren't. There wasn't an energy bouncing off yeah, from each other. Yeah. That was the issue there. Whereas in Jungle One, they're like. Loads of different Stephen, characters. Not Mulhern. No. Was he called Stephen? He was. No, was he? No. I'm pretty sure. I swear he was called Stephen. Why did I always think he was called Stephen? Maybe you're thinking of um, 
Stephen Mulhern. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Michael Underwood. That's his name. He's so sweet, bless him. He little. looks exactly the same. Anything else that I had to say? It got better as the series moved on. They they were more concerned with the plot and how they got there. You know. Hmm. Yeah. And my favorite my favorite challenge as an adult was the dentist one, where they have to pluck the teeth out, and then if they got a bad teeth, it would just be like. Ah! <laughs> That was like Jump Scare City. That actually... What? I have seen <laughs> by cuspids like I'm gonna, these. <laughs> gonna cut your head off. Um, also, uh, another flaw I had. This is the final thing I'm going to say about this. Phyllis and Mag were the name of the plants. That was funny. Those are good names. Phyllis and Marge, sorry. Um, uh, what is it? Well, the last thing you wanted to talk oh, yeah. about. My, okay, another thing was when Bethan threw the egg, randomly. <clears throat> they had to fill egg cartons with eggs and Bethan was doing really well and then she just decided to throw an egg for <laughs> She's just feeling wild and three. She was kind of... The voice does some sort of energy-giving ability where she, like, talks in your head and tries to add some, like, drama to it. But overall, I feel like you just need someone in the room rather yeah. than, like, a voice in your ear. Um... So, the deal between the uh, caretaker and the voice is he can be freed if he can... (laughs) Let me live! He can be freed if he can trap as many unfortunates as possible in the tower. That doesn't make sense, grammatically or physically or anythingly, because you can't say as much as possible and then not give a time frame. Because he's got eternity to do it in. Yeah. So he's going to be trapped for he's eternity. He's been conned here, hasn't he? It's been a con. And I, just the lack of depth of characters... Yeah, does it really... Because the thing with Ronnie and Abs in um, Best of Friends is that they're playing themselves, so they're already a fairly dimensional characters because yeah. they exist in reality. Whereas if you're playing a character, it's just so 2D. Yeah. It just might as well be on a piece of paper might it? <laughs> so 2D I can't live the only thing I can leave the only thing, <laughs> stop the only thing interesting about him is his earlobes they're too long long earlobes long life is that true? yeah that's, that's a kind of Chinese saying it sounds Chinese because it is it's Buddha it's Buddha no Buddha didn't say long earlobes long life but if you look at pictures of um, yeah I think it's the happy Buddha all, night, all Buddhas Pictures of Buddhas, they've got really long earlobes because if you have a long... So if you've got an attached earlobe, you're going to die. Brill. That's me. Chub cheeks, I love. Um, <laughs> okay, so Trapped. Was it worth listening back on Trapped, watching back on Trapped? Um, I think, yeah, if you want to relive some some nice memories, watch one. Don't watch three in a row. Yeah, that was It'll end aching, you. Yeah. aching my brain. It it was so repetitive. It wasn't very original. <laughs> so angry. Kids aren't interesting. I think the next episode we're going to do certainly is going to be something which involves fake people because fake people are more real than kids. Oh. It seems like I really hate children, but I don't. I just don't enjoy them as adults. I don't enjoy watching children. Yeah, neither. Sue me. I feel like that's Ooh, really I normal. Nina Benina. <laughs> Should we tell any stories? Yeah, why not? Well, why don't Can we you just... tell... What's your Mark Gatiss story? I've genuinely forgotten. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were talking about our fandom past and, like, the things yeah. we were obsessed with when we were kids and how cringy we were. And I told you about the story and you said that you dipped your toes in the water of 
uh, super Hulock, but you didn't. Yeah, it's because I was really, really into Sherlock. I just thought it was a really smart show. Um, I now realise that it's not that great. I did. I I only watched a couple of it. I think it's just very well produced and is good at, like, tricking people into thinking that the next episode slash season is going to be better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I only one of the I only watched like three apps and one of the apps I watched was because they filmed a bit in Reading, so I got excited. <laughs> which 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 uh which when they're episode? in a swimming pool. Oh, was that Apparently in Reading? That was in Reading. I don't know, it was in like a fancy house, mm. so I didn't I'm not aware of the interior of it, but <laughs> um yeah, and then I liked Doctor Who a lot as well. But then I was never really into su- uh, into supernatural, so I was just like, yeah. I don't want to be a cringe kid. Being like, I like your shoelaces when you see someone. Oh, God. <laughs> Not that. Um, but my f- I when I was a youngster, when I was a youngster, that's a Rizzle Kicks song. <laughs> um, I used to be fine. I just really loved David Mitchell. We went into that. I'm not going to go back into it again. Uh, and my friend, he was deep in sh- super hulock. He wore a fez. Oh dear. Wait, what do you mean? Like, as an everyday casual wear? Oh. I was like, you take that thing off <laughs> immediately. Um, Fez is a fun. I feel like they've been ruined. Yeah. So yeah, he was deep, submerged. Whilst um, Steph just got her toes wet, he was <laughs> at the bottom of the depths of the super hulock uh, phenomenon in 2012 or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was so huge. We were going to go see a play, which Mark Gatiss happened to be in. Mm. So I invited him because I thought he would love to see him because he's so into that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we went to see this play, which was about Charles the first or second. I don't remember any of it. Um, But okay, we went and then we stage doored it. You know, when you're younger and you stage door it to get those cigs. Oh, boy. Um, to get the cigs? What are you talking about? Signatures. Oh, right. I thought you were talking about cigarettes. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, so we we stage doored it. It was me, him, and someone else who was clearly very interested in Mark Gatiss. Mm. Um, Shaking. Both of them were shaking. He came out and they were like, I love you so much. Shaking with their pieces of paper, like... You could hear the paper like going, <laughs> and then uh, I feel with like their I'm pens. There. I love this. I love Foley. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, he signed both of them. He's like, "Oh, that's fine." You know, being lovely man, gracious, anything you could ask, everything you could ask for, perfect. After that high energy experience of signing both these super fans, which he's probably very used to, he turned and looked to me. I didn't have paper, so I just did this. Timid thumbs up. A there. timid thumbs up. So no, it was a hearty thumbs up. I was just like, like keep doing what you're doing, bud. Yeah. So that was the story. But when I told you, you originally, you laughed more. So now I'm regretting. Oh, it. I'm sorry. I am very, very tired. <laughs> I've only had like four hours sleep, and then before I was up for like twenty six hours. So yeah. Why are you living this life? I don't know, man. Okay, let's let's finish off, shall we? Oh, cheeky. Can I say it? Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Steph and Lola didn't have Disney. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Steph and Do you want me to do it? No, I'm going to do it. You did the intro. I need to do the plain Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Steph and Lola didn't have Disney. If you have any suggestions for shows you want us to watch, 
find us on Facebook at didn't have Disney or email us on what's the email? Didn't have Disney at gmail.com. Good. Good times. Professionalism. Okay, let's listen to some Michael Bublé. Oh no. Uh... Let's listen to some magnetic fields. A pity she does not exist, a shame he's not a fag The only girl I ever loved was Andrew and Drag There is no hope of love for me, from here on I go stag The only girl I'll ever love is Andrew and Drag Andrew and Let me go home 
just too far from where you are. I wanna come home. Someone else's life is like I just stepped outside when everything was going right, and I know just why you could not come along with me. That this was not your dream, but you always believed in me. Another winter day has come and gone away. In either Paris or Rome, and I wanna go home. Let me go home. And I'm surrounded by a million people. I still feel alone. Let me go home. Oh, I miss you, you know. Let me go home. Let me go home. It'll all be alright. I'll be home tonight. I'm coming back God, I'm so tired. I'm so. Stephen Lola, Lola have a kind of strange profession. profession.